All right. So this is episode one of Jason Meets His Network. And today I have Courtney Makara. Hello. Hi, Courtney. And thank you for joining. Thank you for being the guinea pig on this because, uh, you know, I think we've, and, and actually, before I even get into that, you really saved this, uh, saved me from being a liar because we weren't connected uh, until yesterday. <laughs> Which is kind of so funny because we had talked on LinkedIn, (laughs) like we had, you know, DM'd each other about memes and stuff like that. But no, we were second degree connections. And I was like, I need to fix that. Yeah, Yeah, this whole this whole thing would have been a sham. So uh, really appreciate it. And yeah, like I said, it's kind of well, I I mentioned that I kind of got the idea when I was on a podcast with uh, Sydney and Lauren for uh, Emmy Collective. A pretty funny business, I should say, is a podcast. And I thought, you know what? I really like meeting people. And there's so many people that I think I know because I'm connected to them that I really don't. So today I'm going to learn all about You know, I'm very lucky that that episode dropped um, last week because I knew I was meeting with you, but I was like, I don't even know what his voice (laughs) sounds like or kind of, you know, his energy level. I've just seen the meme. So I actually listened to that episode (laughs) to prep myself for today. So I know you're from... Um, I think it's Wisconsin, but like they were debating on, is that the Midwest and like, what is the boundaries of the Midwest? So I know a little bit and that you're really good at memes. Well, thank you. Yeah. And uh, with that, why don't you, uh, before I get into these hard hitting questions that I'm going to ask, uh, why don't you just uh, say a little bit about yourself too? Okay. So for people like you who kind of just see my name, but don't actually know me, my name is Courtney Makara. I started my career from Seattle area. That's where I, you know, went through high school and college, kind of all around the Western Washington and, um, you know, got a job at a small little startup that just happened to have Salesforce. Um, And I'll save that story for one of the later questions and kind of did kind of marketing operations and tech in the Seattle area for a while and then moved to the Bay Area in 2013 Um, And I did about four years in the Bay Area, which I like to consider like my college years. Like I definitely had like the freshman (laughs) 15. And then by the fourth year, I had senioritis. And I was like, I love the Bay Area, but I had to leave. And now I'm based in Portland, Oregon. Um, I moved here in 2017. And then in 2019, I quit my full-time job and I started freelance consulting under my little little one-person LLC that I call Mustang Martech. Awesome. Uh, so Pacific Pacific Ocean all the way, West Coast all the way. Yeah, Pacific since, you know, adult life, I actually have family yeah. all over and kind of was raised all over. I spent my kind of childhood years in Northern Virginia, kind of outside oh. D.C. Um, both my parents actually were born in the U.K. My dad was born in Scotland and my mom was born in England, but they happened to meet in high school in Australia because their oh, wow. parents had <laughs> immigrated to Australia. And then shortly after they got married, they moved to the States. So I've got cousins in all over the place and yeah, relatives you're worldwide. all over the place. You're like, yeah. <laughs> uh, is it Pitbull that's worldwide? I don't know when someone's worldwide. But, uh, My dad oh. likes to brag about his Scottish um, his Scottish history because he took a 23andMe DNA test mm-hmm. and it came back and it said 100% Scottish. There we and, go. And uh, apparently that is very rare. So he's yeah. quite proud of that. That's awesome. That that's you just remind me. That should be like a a question I add to my little docket here because I've I not twenty three and me. What's the other one? Ancestry. Um, mm-hmm. I did that too. So yeah, that's fun. You did it too. I mean, what were you what surprised yeah, at your results? Would you no, come back? Because well, because uh, both of my my mother and my father are both uh, of 
not, not from there, but of Bohemian descent, so Czechoslovakia. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, that's a, a, not quite 100%, but pretty pretty high up there. So I think a little bit of German, and then uh, there's another one in there. Um, I can't remember what it is right now, but kind of all roughly the same region. So yeah, yeah cool. Not, not cool. quite as close, but almost there. And you, you do have a podcast too, correct? I, I've kind of been a part of a couple. They're all okay. kind of on hiatus right now, to, to be honest. I, it's kind of feast or famine just with my energy level for them. Yeah. But yeah, the one that um, I've been co-hosting for a while with Grant Gregorian was called the Society of Marketing Technology mm -hmm. Consultants. Um, and so we did about, I think we did maybe 20 episodes where we interviewed people that were consultants in our MOPS world, either at an agency or freelance, or maybe they currently were actually in a full-time mm -hmm. role, but it had been in their past to just talk about what does it mean to consult and all the different flavors from moonlighting to full-time gigs, or, you know, do you have an LLC or an S corp, that kind of thing. So that was really fun. It is kind of changing gears a little bit for 2023. Um, Cause you know, 20 episodes on that topic, I felt like we kind of covered a lot of bases and now we're mm -hmm. We're looking for phase two of what we're going to morph yeah. the, the podcast into. Nice. All right. So I put a question out there on LinkedIn uh, asking for other people that maybe haven't met you what they want to know. And I forget that like other people have serious questions because I'm always expecting <laughs> uh -oh. like, what's your, your favorite lunch? Uh, but no, so, so I'll go through these. It'll be very clear which one are from other people and which one are from me. Um, so the first question, and I, probably should have put who asked these questions, but I'll get that for a future uh, podcast. Okay. So the first one is, uh, take me through your day. Tell me what you did yesterday. Okay. Hi, mystery caller. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> um, yesterday, I actually uh, got a new client laptop actually arrived oh, from boy. FedEx, which is, you know, a blessing and a curse. They, I really struggle with them, but it's a blessing because a new client is obviously yeah. always a good sign. So I, I hate to complain and I'm pretty particular on the clients I will take a laptop on. It needs to be a, a engagement, you know, more than yep. 30 or 60 days. Yes. Um, so that process of, you know, setting it up and mm. there's so many like single sign-ons and security and VPN that took a while. Um, I actually am trying to even think every, all the days run together. Let me go look at my actual calendar. While you're doing that, I'll say that, yeah, when I was in with Percuto, yeah, I think I had four laptops at one time, which 10 year old me would have been like, that's awesome. And then as you get them, you're like, no, this is terrible. And like you said, all the difference, I had Duo, I had Okta, I had all these different single sign-on. So, yeah. Yeah. And I really am, I really need to have the big monitor screens. Like I really mm -hmm. hate a small laptop screen. Yeah. I like to have a dual screen and then, you know, having them on your desk and having your keyboard, you know, so I have like all these wireless keyboards and wireless mice tied up to different <laughs> monitors and screens. It's kind of a mess, yeah. kind of a mess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yesterday I actually did attend a client meeting about um, a trade show kickoff um, that they were, they are going, not really a kickoff, but they're going to a trade show next week. It's their biggest trade show of the year. So I was kind of sitting in um, just to hear how the team is organizing their booth scans. And it was actually a really well-organized meeting. That's one of the things I'm really loving about consulting is getting little, you know, drops of wisdom from these clients that I'm like, oh, that's a really good way to do it. I mean, they had a, you know, their trade show person and their mops person sitting down and spending just 30 minutes talking about, okay, what are we going to do with these scans? What's the goal of the show? Um, who's going to be in the booth? Are we going to have both AEs and SDRs at the show or is it lower staff? Um, 
So I sat in on that call and did some laptop setup. And I've been dealing actually a little bit with some business things of my, uh, I actually recently changed to an S corp from a LLC. So I'm dealing with some Oregon, uh, secretary of state paperwork, which is not very exciting and definitely is not billable hours, but it has to get done. So yeah. that was my Tuesday. Oh, uh, maybe the related, but it says, if you were to stop anything that you're doing right now, what, what would be the work-related thing that you would love to do instead? If I was to stop consulting or kind of just doing mops in, in general, I think so. Um, again, uh, this is one of the LinkedIn questions. We'll call, okay, we'll call it a listener question, even though I don't know if they're going to listen or not. We'll call it. A yeah. Um, if I were to stop, you can make it. up whatever you want. You can make that question read however you want it to be. Okay. I mean, I would love to stop dealing with the state uh, government filings of this escort <laughs> process. Um, I've been told and been, you know, referred by multiple professionals that have been working with me. I have, I do have a a CPA. Um, to help with taxes, because I was way too intimidated to try and file my own taxes as an LLC. And then um, under her advisement, have gone to this S-Corp. But with becoming an S-Corp, it means I actually give myself a real paycheck. Like I am a mm. W-2 employee of the S-Corp. And so um, now I have a bookkeeper that does my payroll for me to make sure it's taking out all the right payroll taxes and stuff. And I think I think if I just started off the bat, if anyone is looking to go into the independent route, I might have just started as an S-Corp because transitioning, you know, I would transition January 1st of this year, but it's still kind of going back and updating all these other divisions. So I'd love to stop doing that. So what, um, talk, and, just to talk about that first. So why would you have done the S-Corp to begin with? So I have been advised that um, I can save, it's like a tax saving benefit no. um, because, gosh, I'm, I don't want to say anything because I might say it wrong because I am not a That's professional. Um, but yeah, yeah, when you pay yourself as an employee, as long as you're giving yourself a fair salary, you can't just pay yourself like, you yeah. know, 30K a year and be like, yeah. oh, look at, you know, I qualify for this tax bracket. If you pay yourself a legitimate salary between what the business mm. pays, Do you, when you just are an LLC straight and you're just taking like a draw from the business, um, you're just, you're taxed on all of the income of the business mm. and it puts you in a certain tax bracket yep. versus paying like, self, and then you have self-employment tax versus social security and things like that. So oh, look, this is already, you know, all, already paying dividends for me. I didn't know that. So Cool. Oh, well, I hope I didn't make it more confusing because like I said, I'm not an expert, but I, I did look into yeah. it yeah. for a, a long time. I actually yeah. kind of waited for about a year. And the second year my CPA came around and she's like, are you sure you don't want to do this? And I was like, okay, <laughs> run it by me one more time. Yep. Um, and it is a lot of paperwork, but the, the real professionals and experts in that field have advised me. So I am, I'm trying it out. Nice. Um, but if I was not to do mops at all, what I would love to do, and this kind of actually might be a good segue into uh, a future question that I anticipate is coming, is I really like riding horses. That's where the Mustang uh, oh. part came in. So Excellent. I was just the little horse nerd kid growing up. Um, and I, I didn't really ride as a, a young child, but in high school, I did get some riding lessons and started competing and I've been in and out of it as an adult because it's, you know, it's time consuming and it can be expensive. And I was like, oh, yeah. I'll take a break and I'll go like, I'll go run marathons instead, or I'll go learn how to play tennis instead. But I always found myself back to writing. So, um, awesome. what yeah. I like about it is, uh, 
I think I just said a boot now that I'm um, you uh, did. very conscious <laughs> about <Busted>. it. Um, <laughs> um, is it's like, you know, most things are like uh, digital on top of digital. I like Mustang because it's like not like a technical thing, right? It's a, so I, I really like that. It's like, it, it caught my eye. Like the, even the first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, uh, thanks. So, not that you're looking for feedback, but I just, I always found that interesting. So. Oh, well, thank um, you. Yeah. They, yeah. I like really didn't like, want uh, one of those techie buzzwords or take a word and leave like the last vowel off valve off the yeah. end. And um, yeah. I really wanted the alliteration of like an M M yeah. but I, and I wanted either marketing or MarTech in the name, but I didn't want to use my name. I didn't want to do Makara because I had, I had no idea when I started, if it was going to be me, if I was going to hire people or what it was yeah. going to look like. So I wanted something kind of yeah. generic ish. Um, and actually the the tagline, I came up with the tagline before I came up with the actual name. I was driving out to the barn where I, where I ride here in the Portland kind of countryside in the, the Willamette Valley. And I was trying to come up with like, what, do, how do I come up with a name? What am I trying to do? Or what am I trying to provide to my clients? And I came up with a tagline of taming wild da databases. And I really liked that, but I was like, well, I'm not going to call it like taming marketing or wild database yeah. marketing. But I, I kind of sat with that for a couple of days and then Mustang started with an M and Mustang MarTech was born. Awesome. Uh, okay. Now into my questions. Uh, what grinds your gears? <laughs> so I, I knew that this question was coming. You, you did give me the benefit of giving a heads up on that one. And I, uh, I wasn't sure if this would needed to be a mops related answer or if this could be actually a personal so, answer. So, and I'm glad you brought this up because even though we both work in mops, the, the idea for the show in general is just to learn about the person. So no, it doesn't okay. have to be mops related. In fact, the more personal you want to make things, you'll, you have that gratitude. Yeah. I didn't realize, well, I guess I, I kind of knew that this was a pet peeve of mine, but I never realized it until I'm in the moment. My pet peeve is, um, and apologies to anyone out there that this might be targeting, is people that go on these long bike rides, like cyclists that do distance, and they're on country roads with no bike lane, and I can't get around oh. them. Because they're like twisty, you know, blind corners, and I admire them for their athleticism and dedication to their hobby, but I'm like, get out of the road, <laughs> pull over, especially if there's a group of them and they're riding like side by side, like three mm -hmm. or four. And I am not, I normally feel like I can be a relatively patient person, <laughs> like even behind, like I'll get behind a tractor and I'll go slow mm -hmm. for a long time. Cause I'm like, Oh, he's moving his tractor. He's doing his agriculture, but I was just being mad because yeah, people are like, "What are you? You think you're better than me just because you're out bicycling and I'm driving?" But uh, <laughs> yeah, you think you're better than me? <laughs> I could do that if I wanted to. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my non-mops grinds my gears. Nice. And uh, now I am going to go back to more of the career side, but uh, looking back on your career, what was a pivotal moment that you didn't necessarily recognize at the time? Yeah. Um. So this is a story I kind of alluded to at the beginning. So I graduated actually with my MBA in 2008, which is right when the economy kind of tanked, that financial crisis, housing crisis in 08. And it was really hard for me to find a job. Um, and I was actually living with my parents because I had lived with them during my MBA program and was getting kind of desperate where I wasn't even getting responses from people. I'm, you know, sending mm -hmm. out cover letters and trying to customize them. And I was getting, like I said, kind of desperate. And I saw a 
job um, opportunity and it said, you know, must have Salesforce experience, which I did not. And we had not been learning that in school. And I went to the Salesforce website and I kind of clicked around and I'm like, I can figure this out. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, in 08, I guess I did have Facebook and I had a Gmail account. Like I felt relatively smart and techie. And I put in the resume that I didn't have the experience. I was honest. I said, but I know I can figure it out. You know, my generation, I, yeah. I, I could do it. And, um, I did get the job. I couldn't believe that's it. Awesome. I got the Good job. You. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I mean, I they think did that's hire how me. Probably a lot of us got in. It's really because you know this. A lot of what we're using what didn't even exist before. So how are you going to find someone that has experience? So you're just like, yeah. And I, it's all. I I think I was. I forget who I was telling this to. You, but I'm like, you find out everything is just triggers actions and fields. Like any software you use, it's that's all it is. Uh, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you can figure it out. So, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and the job was um really kind of a marketing coordinator, like a gopher of the marketing department. I mean, it was a really small tech company um, in Seattle, and they, they did SEO, SEM, and website design and hosting specifically for dentists and orthodontists. Hmm. And so, I mean, they had like an events manager, and then the CEO also acted as like the VP of marketing, and I think they had one other person. So I was like, going to the print house to get collateral for trade shows and kind of learning how Salesforce worked. And, you know, I kind of logged in and they're like, oh, we're going to use campaigns, create a campaign. And I would just go in and I saw a button that said create new and I clicked on it. So I really just started like clicking on things and trying to figure it out. And because I had, it had been so hard to get a job. I was really, I don't want to say desperate again, but I was really um, motivated to make a good first impression and really add value because mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be the situation of like last in, first out. If the economy had tanked again, yep. I was like, yep. what can I do to like make myself really sticky? I like learned how to, you know, make sure the Xerox machine worked and the coffee machine worked and <laughs> wow, everything, yeah. all those little things. Yeah. So that was really pivotal that I happened to join a company that used yeah. Salesforce. So kind say, of being at the all- right place at the right time. And that's like, I, I was telling a story too, where that's just how sometimes it works out. You just, uh, you, the right things happen and you make the most of them, right? I mean, luck, luck plays a, a role, but also being curious and, and figuring things out is just as important too, to make. Yeah. Make and I think luck. my new, my new advice to people is just to say yes to things. Even if you don't really know what you're doing, maybe be transparent and say, yes, and I don't know what I'm doing, but yep. if you're. Half of the time of the podcast I've been asked to go on, it's someone asked me and I just said, okay, or to be introduced to somebody, to go to a, a coffee with somebody. I'm like, sure, yes, just say yes to all the things. And eventually the things that are going to add value will kind of bubble up and take more of your time and things that yeah. don't want, like this, like you asked me to be in a podcast and I just said, yes, like, yep. why not? Let's figure it out. Yep. Uh, quotes or words of wisdom to live by? Oh boy. Um, words of wisdom. I don't know if I feel very wise. Let's see. Um, I don't know. I like to just say like, be nice to people. I'm I'm really big in the nice part. Okay. Um, it's always kind of been a prior to me and it can be, I find myself kind of dancing on the line of like, not to be, not that I'm overly nice by any means, but do I want a leader who's, I, I do want to be under a leader who is nice. To me, that is very important. I wouldn't mm-hmm. do well with, a, you know, a leader that was really demanding or, you know, ruled with an iron fist. Or even back in the day, I, I did work at Marketo HQ when I moved into the, to the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And one of the signs on the, on the wall said, like, move fast and break things. 
um, which is kind of a tech buzz thing yeah. of, you know, growth marketing, move fast and break things. And by the way, the boss that hung that up was very, very nice. Um, but that motto of like breaking things and moving fast and fi- fixing things kind of stresses me out. I think when yeah. I get stressed out, um, I need to be, I think maybe I, I want to be a little bit more coddled than, and, you know, have relationships with my coworkers maybe more than mm-hmm. other people do where they're mm-hmm. just like, they want success or, you know. Yeah seeing the numbers, even though I'm an operations person and I like numbers and I like things to be very Boolean, the relationships to me are what is really important at the end of the day. Well, that, what a great transition. Uh, I was actually not going to do this till later, but uh, this is a segment where it's called Boolean uh, and you haven't been (laughs) given uh, these questions ahead of time. So I want you to either say, uh, you know, whether it's true or false or agree or disagree. So I'm going to give um, some statements, and if you don't, so it might be even abstract. So if I say uh, orange is better than purple, and you're like, well, I don't really know, then it would be disagree. Um, okay, and, and we can we can discuss things like so. Um, and if I say you or I, I use them interchangeably, but they always mean you. Um, okay, <laughs> I talk about myself in this. So uh, you would disqualify anyone that doesn't send a thank you note after an interview. Mm, disagree. Okay. Marketo is the best marketing automation platform. Mm, it depends. Oh, the field error. <laughs> so that's a disagree, I think. We yeah, can, I have to we, say disagree. I have to, yeah. Okay. That, that doesn't mean that you that don't think a... it is, but you, you also can't. Um, I mean, for me, for, for Courtney Makara, I would say agree. But like for the world, yes. I could not say that one is the best. Okay. And now we're keeping with the world. GDPR has been good for humanity. Agree. Okay. Uh, there's no such thing as failure. I either win or I learn. Um, I'm putting myself in a weight step right now. Um, there's no <laughs> such thing as failure. I guess agree. Okay. And uh, last one is you're more productive in the morning. Agree. Hey, all right. Me too. Cool. Ooh, um, that was that was any, stressful. Any of those you want to, yeah. Any of those you want to elaborate on? You don't have to, but uh, well, it's funny the GDPR thing got me thinking because it is, you know, complicated and there are a lot of rules. But I do think it is um, beneficial for the end user. And the yeah. funny thing to me is, I just went to London for um, some work events in March of this year, and. Uh, I did not, I have, I'm on Verizon and didn't have Verizon internet while I was over there. So I'm popping onto public Wi-Fi everywhere I went. Every time I went to like mm. a event at a hotel or a pub or something like that. And there's so many consent boxes and, you know, <laughs> enter in your name and email address and check this box. I mean, I did it over and over and over and I was only there for like five days. Um, but I just thought it's funny is that, you know, in the States we get very, like, oh, all these pop-ups on the on the websites yeah. are so annoying. But I think depending on where you are, you know, it's cultural nothing, differences yeah. are are kind of wild of what you just get That's used fun. to accepting. That's all right. Uh, a couple more questions here. Uh, these are more uh, just fun, uh, personal. Um, but uh, what would be your walkout song? You know, if we're having introductions as you start your day, what's going to be your walkout song? This song changes. Um, you know, as the weeks go on, uh, sorry, as the years go on, I had a couple that I really liked back in the day. And then I started really listening to the lyrics. Um, cause I'm, I'm a graduated high school in the nineties. I like, you know, a lot of that nineties hip hop. And I was like, maybe I should save these for like my own personal karaoke nights with my friends and not at a trade show. 
So I think my current trade show walkout song is actually from uh, the Hamilton musical, uh, My Shot, the Alexander Hamilton, which I actually have a little Alexander Hamilton doll here on my desk. Um, That was a gift. It's like the one little kitschy thing I allow in my office, but it's a good like pump up energy song. All right. right. I'll have to, I'm I'm actually, I know I'm probably the only person that hasn't seen Hamilton, Uh, but yeah, I'll have to check that out. I recommend, and actually I recommend, um, I don't know if you listen to music driving or while you work or something like that, but just listening to the soundtrack just from start to finish tells you, I mean, the whole story is in the lyrics of the song. Um, And I almost wish I had listened to the soundtrack before I had seen the play because it's so fast and there's so many lyrics that I'm like trying to watch stage and listen to the words at the same time. But um, the story is, the story is pretty fantastic. I'll I'll check it out eventually. I'll, I'll get around to it. Okay. <laughs> I need to do a shout out to all my musical theater nerd friends and see that they might be more uh, inclined to share Hamilton stories. <laughs> and kind of related, what's uh, what's your go-to genre of either movie or, or TV? Like, is there? Uh... Yeah, it's kind of all over the place. I mean, I like a good you know, crappy reality TV show. I've watched a lot of Selling Sunset. Um, I've watched a lot of Married at First Sight, you know, those kind of shows. Um, but I also really like kind of thriller, mystery, you know, Jack Reacher and like True Detective that came out a couple of years ago. Um, and even the the White Lotus was out recently, you know, a couple seasons of that I watch. Mm. Yeah. Cool. All right. So final thing here, and this will be, uh, th- thank you for joining and, and being the first guest. Um, and I just want to know, what should you be my go-to person for? What should I always keep in my mind? It's a... Oh, I mean, I can be your go-to person for some Marketo questions if you ever get stuck on a Marketo thing. Not that I will know the answer, but I've been, you know, I've been using the tool for so long now that I feel like I, at least I know how to find the answer. Like I know kind of what words to Google or yeah. someone in my network or my community, um, you know, might be an expert in that field. So I think actually maybe I'd say, I could be your go-to person for like networking, that six degrees of separation of, you know, I know someone who knows someone who, you know, does the hair for the guy who (laughs) walks the dog for the person who built the API for that tool. Um, So I like, I like connecting people and that's kind of my favorite thing to do at at trade shows and summit is kind of like this podcast is, you know, talking about work is important. But talking about all the other stuff, like what do people do, you know, nights and weekends or, you know, what is, what are someone in your family have a really interesting job? Or again, I ride horses and I've met a couple other people in the world, you know, in the mops world that are into equestrian pursuits on the side. Shout out to Lauren. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that part interests me. Actually met a girl um, at Summit in uh, Sydney. I forgot her. I forgot her name for a second. She was at Summit and the day she was flying home, she was in leaving and going to do like a work abroad in Europe um, thing where they they set up all the co-working spaces for you. So you work during the day and then they set up um, social activities for you at night. And it was like this cohort of like 15 or 20 people going to work in Europe. And I'm like, that is so cool. I wish I was 10 years younger. I would totally go and do that with you. And so now I follow Sydney on social media, on Instagram. Cause I was like, I don't really want to talk about lead scoring with you. I want to talk about like Croatia and like Italy and all this stuff. So I find again, the, the people connection really interesting. Cause once you kind of get to that, a comfort level with someone, 
on a, a social aspect, I do feel like it's easier to bring up some some work things and then you can hash out like, no, I think leap scoring should go this way. No, I think it should go this way. Um, rather than just like coming to the table with like your arms up and your fists up ready to fight and you don't even know who your opponent is. So, yeah. Well, this has been wonderful. I'm glad I finally got to meet you and, and know you a little bit. So now when, you know, I see you on LinkedIn, uh, it gives me a little bit more of that information. So thank yeah, you so same. much. Yeah, same. It was great joining. to meet you as well. Yeah. I really appreciate the invite and to put a voice, um, a voice and a face <laughs> to a name is really nice. Yeah. So, um, and if you want any, uh, website where people can find you, you're, uh, oh, much. sure. Um, I mean, I am on LinkedIn, which is, you know, how you and I found each other, obviously. Yep. And, um, I do have a little small website for my business called mustangmartech.com. And you can uh, find me on there if you're looking for any sort of Marketo help. All right. Well, thanks again. Thank you so much, Jason. Take yep. care.